Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Passion Connected Podcast. This week, we are going to give you some practical tips for how to actually design your sex life in a way that reflects you. So we've talked about this on the podcast before, and I am excited to introduce a new factor to it um, to help you guys really, really take action on this concept. So what what I'm talking about is this idea that everyone is individual, everyone has their own lives, everyone has a sex that should be unique to them. And I've been on other shows and people have asked me, okay, but what does that mean? What does that look like? Like we understand the concept in our head of, yeah, it should all be different, but how does that actually play out when it comes to having sex? What does that actually look like? How does it mean it's actually different? Is it just different positions because we have different preferences? And it is so much more than that. So obviously I have the Design Your Sex Life uh, workshop that's free and I'll leave the link down below if you haven't already gone and grabbed that. And in that we talk about understanding yourself sexually, mentally, emotionally, and physically um, and spiritually and how that all sort of plays into who you are and taking a step back from what the world thinks about sex and actually asking you, what do you think about sex? What is important to you? What do you value? Um, What do you think sex should be? What has it been in your past? What does it mean for your future? And there are so many other things that sort of play into this. And so one of the things that came up for me in the past couple of weeks is I'm currently in grad school and I am taking three separate classes. One of them is crisis and um, trauma. The other one is testing, assessing, and appraisal. And the other one is career counseling. With the testing, assessing, and appraisal and the career counseling classes combined this semester, I have been overloaded with learning about myself. (laughs) It has been so good, so crazy good. But our professors really, really advocate in this program that we should never apply something to the people that we're helping. We should never recommend something, suggest something that we don't already understand fully that we haven't gone through ourselves or aren't willing to go through ourselves. um, Because, you know, they speak up, you don't know if you're going to give your client something like you need to know it's something that you yourself would actually do, would actually grow in, would actually take the time to fulfill and work on. And so they've been having us take, I mean, I have taken upwards of 20 assessments now on myself, um, learned so much about my career preferences, learned so much about my personality, learned so much about, um, my own mental health, taking assessments on my mental health, which I mean, guys, that'll gut you. (laughs) If you, 
<laughs> if you take some of the more serious ones where they dig into your life and it was crazy. I was like, yes, I know I have work to do. Me, like everyone else, I have work to do. I have things that um, I need to take action on. But yeah, it has just been so, so crazy. So what does this have to do with sex and your sex life? Well, what has been so awesome for me is especially this past week, one of the ones that has been really, really impactful is the Strengths Finders or the Clifton Strengths Finders. And this is an assessment of what are your natural gifted strengths in your personality. Um, and they, they tend to focus on career or playing it out in life, just very action taking oriented things. But this assessment has gone through rigorous testing is very, very internally valid, which is awesome. And I have loved it. So I took this assessment, actually, um, an online free version of it at the beginning of my bachelor's degree. And then I took it again. Now this year, so this is what, I don't know, seven, eight years later. Um, and it was mostly the same. There was a few that were different, but it was so fun for me to talk with Kyleb and just start working through, okay, I totally agree with why they're doing this. So the concept is that this world tries to make people shift and take on things that the outside world think is important or that they have to learn or that they have to be better at instead of playing into people's strengths. So you think about in school, a lot of times people's strengths aren't tended to, but if they are like failing in an area or they're having a really hard time in an area, it's like very adamant that they get better at that thing. And this is not really a wrong concept. You know, we want people to have base knowledge of, of things and be able to grow in areas of weakness. But the point is, it is more healthy for human beings to focus on their strengths, on who they are as a naturally gifted person to lean into those things and utilize them to everyone's benefit, especially their own, instead of just focusing on their weaknesses and where they need to get better and where they need to try harder and all of those sorts of things. And so even especially with like Kyleb, for example, he has had different jobs where it's like he is so, so good with people, so good with people, but he starts moving up in positions and it's expected that he is going to be better with the businessy side of things, or he's going to be better with organizational structure things because that's what's needed in management or whatever. And he's like, I just want to get back to coaching. I just want to be hands-on. I just want to be working with the people. And for me, like with this business, with Passion Connected, I feel like I need to be super people-y. I need to show up all the time online, which is absolutely not me at all. Like I am a writer, I'm a reader, I'm a learner, um, I'm a, a relator personality, which is the kind who is very, very one-on-one, -on -one, very um, in-depth talking with people more than just having conversations with everyone. I'm like one person focused. Let's dive into this. Um, and so I have felt that same, that pressure that I have to lean into my weakness in order to succeed. In order to succeed in this business, I need to change this thing. I need to get better at this thing. So bringing it to sex, because I brought this up with Kyla and was just talking about, I want to apply this to our sex life because I think a lot of times we have this idea of, this thing that I'm failing at and I need to 
change that. I need to change the weakness. So like, for example, say a partner doesn't come on to their partner as much like they get really nervous. It's just like flirting isn't their strength or the initiation aspect isn't their strength. Um, and they feel really bad about it and they feel like I need to change this. I need to change this. Like everyone says that in order to love them best, I should start initiating sex or I should start making a pointed effort or whatever it is. And I don't necessarily think that's true. I think there's validity in you both sharing the weight of your combined sex life together, but you should both be leaning into it with your strengths and not necessarily your weaknesses. And oftentimes we beat ourselves up. Like we, like I said, we pick apart the things that we're weakest in, like say that we hyper-focus on this problem. For example, when I was dealing more strongly with vaginismus, it was like, that was all I could think about during sex. That was all I could focus on. Why? Because I was focusing on the weakness. I was focusing on where the pain was. I was focusing on where the problem was. Instead of focusing on, there are a lot of other ways that my husband and I enjoy each other. There are a lot of other ways that we can keep growing. And I had this goal in mind and this thing I needed to do in this way that I needed to get better when I was rocking it in so many other areas. And I I didn't even acknowledge those because I was too focused on where I was weakest. And not only do we do this with ourselves, but we also do this with our spouses. And I know I'm guilty of this where Kyleb, (laughs) he is the cutest and the sweetest. And he is like the epitome of um, dad jokes. Like he's been dad joking before he was like, 12 <laughs> even like as as he was getting into college age um his nickname was grandpa because he was just i mean he's a cute weirdy and i love him and it's so great and he makes me laugh but he loves to bring that into the bedroom which threw me when we first started to get to know each other because i was like wait, this is supposed to be serious. Like I'm thinking like steamy, sexy romance. I'm thinking, let's get it on. Like it's supposed to be like, you know, all of those romance novels that I love where the perfect words come out and whatever else. And I'm, I am more the serious type. I am more the, the romantic, um, sexy type. And Kyleb is a ball of fun. And there was a time period where I really resented him for that. And it was like, why can't you just X, Y, Z? Why can't you just say this or or be this way? Or could you try to do whatever? And there was an aspect of it that, you know, there was things that we needed to work through. Like sometimes his comedy was a cover up for nervousness, but that's okay. That's fine. I have my own cover ups for my nervousness. It doesn't necessarily mean that there wasn't areas to work on, but I was unfortunately focusing in on Kyleb needed to be different. Kyleb needed to develop this area of his personality or work on this. Instead, I should have been focusing on his strengths. What does he bring to the table when it comes to sex? And as we have started learning to lean into those things, that is where our sex life has gotten so much better because we were letting go of those weaknesses and focusing on what we, what was unique to us, what we contributed. And Kyleb's off the wall, ball of fun, hilarious personality has seriously meant that I think we laugh every single time. And it is 
awesome. Like, I I know that we're going to be in a fit of giggles by the end of our time together. Like, we're going to be having so much fun. And it's so, so good. And it doesn't negate the fact that I can bring my sexy, serious side. And he takes it and loves it. And we work together on this. And we contribute what is our strength, what we lean into, what is natural for us and what we contribute to this union. And so I'm going to leave in the show notes, um, I'll leave the book because you have to, (laughs) so this one, you have to like buy an access code to be able to take the full um, Clifton Strengths, the legit one, the one that's been tested and validated and all of that. So I'll leave that in the show notes. Um, if you want to grab the book and buy it, you'll be emailed the access code through Amazon and then you can use that to go ahead and take this Strengths Finders um, if you're interested in it. And or you can go take the free one. I think it's like Strengths Quest. I'm trying to remember what one it was um, that I took. But I will just read to you some of the things that Um, obviously like this applies more, (laughs) this applies to more than just your sex life. Like this is meant for your career. This is meant for your life. This is meant for, you know, whatever else. But I would, I would advocate like if you take personality tests, if you start applying these things to your life, ask the question, ask the question, okay, how does this apply to my sex life? Like what makes, you know, what can I utilize from this. So for example, I won't give you all of mine, but I'll give you maybe one or two examples of um, just my personality. So some of my top strengths, my number one is learner, which I mean, (laughs) if you have listened on here at all, you, you know that this is perfect for me. Hey friends, I thought I would give you an update on my book reading this year. I am at 79 books that I have read this year, which is super exciting. I can't wait to continue that. I still have three months left, but I plan to stack in quite a few more. And that has only been possible because I have both an Audible and a Kindle Unlimited subscription. If you guys haven't tried this out, I really highly recommend it. With Audible, you can go ahead and sign up for a free month and get two free books that you get to keep no matter whether you cancel that subscription or not. It is time that you started learning, started growing, started being your best self. And so much of that comes through reading and books. So if that sounds like a deal to you, go ahead and click in the show notes below. There will be a link to Audible where you can sign up for free and get those two free books. Basically, I gather as much information as I can. I love reading and writing. I'm all about absorbing knowledge, um, new information, theories, concepts, philosophies, I really don't ever let my mind rest. Like I'm always, 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 always learning. And I see how this one applies to our sex life super well. And it is a strength that I have and it's a strength that Kyle doesn't necessarily lean into. And I love bringing it to the table of our sex life. And the way that it has applied for me is I've always been the researcher. I've been the one looking up, okay, we're having this problem or what are some new positions or is this normal or can we try something else or what does it mean for us to combine our faith and our sexuality? Um, and I, I dive in wholeheartedly. I'm the kind of person who, if you give me a topic and you say that you need it researched, like I probably am not going to get my nose out of a book for like several weeks. And that topic 
it is going to be like fine tuned. <laughs> it is going to have every information out there that I can gather. I'm going to have it and I am going to be ready to give it all to you and be super excited about it. And I have brought that to our sex life. And that is something that has so, so benefited us. And I can lean into that and I can say, okay, I have this strength. What else can I do with this? If I am the learner in our relationship, what can I continue to learn that is going to benefit us? What parts of intimacy can I continue to understand and explain to him? What can I learn that will help make sex more pleasurable, more beneficial? What can I learn for you guys that I can share and help grow your sex life? And so that's just one example. So another one of my strengths is activator which is basically, I love just taking action on things. Like I'm very, if a decision has been made, if we're ready to start doing something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take action. Like green means go, let's go. (laughs) I don't sit around. I don't like being late. I like making sure things are moving. Things are going. We have forward movement in life. Um, I just like taking action. Like it's even hard for me to sit and do my podcast episodes sometimes because I'm like, okay, all right, all right, all right, let's go. Let's do the next thing. And so bringing that into my sex life, like what does that look like? Um, Kyleb is not that personality. So again, I love the way God works like that, where it's like him and I balance each other out. Like he slows me down. He makes me think. He'll ask me the same question 10 times over because he's like, I got to know it thoroughly before we actually do something. And I'm over here like ask me one time. I know, let's go. (laughs) So we balance each other out. Um, And for our sex life, this means I can lean into that strength of mine and not pressure Kyla to be the one who's, you know, ready to take action sexually. Like I'm, I'm normally ready to jump in. Like I'm like, okay, let's go. Like so many women out there say how they have to be worked up, which is um, totally normal or, you know, they have to have someone lean into it and kind of build that intimacy. And there's some of that for me too, but I'm also kind of like, all right, lock the door. Let's go. Let's do this thing. (laughs) And Kyla was like, whoa, let's talk about our day. Let's slow down. Um, And so I can lean into that though and be the one who reminds him and says, Hey, you know, we haven't done this. Like I, I miss you. Like, let's have some time together. Let's um, let's plan sex in, or let's plan in a date night or, Hey, I know that you mentioned this thing. Can we, you know, can we figure this out? I know this is part of our relationship that we need to understand better. Can we start having a conversation about it? Can we talk about it? Can we have for forward movement? Um, and I can lean into that instead of sometimes in my past, I have waited for Kyleb thinking, okay, he's the man he needs to lead. He needs to be the one bringing this thing up or taking action. He needs to be the one, you know, with the, the final say. And instead Kyleb and I leaning into each other's strengths is really us recognizing the fact that he is a perfect middleman. Like he's the perfect person to bounce the ideas off of and work through 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 stuff. And I am good at let's start it and then let's finish it because I also have an achiever personality, which is very like, let's get this finalized. Like I like doing things and finishing them. I like starting them. Um, but I hate the middle. (laughs) I hate figuring out the middle stuff because I feel like it takes too long. And so he's perfect for that. And I can apply that to our sex lives. I don't have to make him be the one who's bringing up the conversations or initiating having a date night or making the final decision on something that we have needed to discuss about our sex life. 
Um, instead, it can be a collaborative work in progress together where we are both leaning into our strengths. I get to bring that into my sex life. I get to make it unique to me. I get to make it look like the way that I want to make it. And just because the world out there has tried to convince me that the man needs to be the one who's constantly pursuing the woman and the woman just needs to stand there and look pretty. Like, no, (laughs) that is not the sex life that I want. And that is not the sex life I was designed for. I'm an activator. I'm an achiever. I am a competitive person. And I am a person who is going to go make things happen. And I don't have to have my sex life look like anything else just because of the way that the world makes me think that I should act or how things should look or, or makes me think that my husband needs to act or be a certain way. I can lean into my learning nature, my activating nature. Caleb can lean into his belief. He, I love, literally love, I think his top one, and this was back in, um, like when he took it originally too, in his, uh, freshman year of his bachelor's degree I think his top one was belief and it's just like so spot on so perfect so amazing like he brings faith and light and belief and hope into our relationship that I so so desperately need and I love him leaning into that strength and it just it just glorifies the Lord like us being together being who we're supposed to be being the amazing couple that is Kyleb and Amanda Mm, guys, it is awesome. (laughs) When we lean into those strengths, it is amazing. When we focus on the weaknesses, we're asking for problems. We're asking for problems. Now, I think as individuals, you can take the weaknesses yourselves and start attempting to grow. But if that is your focus, I think that I think that you need to turn that around because it is it is truth and hope and life and love that we're supposed to be thinking about, that we're supposed to focus our thoughts on things that are true and good, not things that are bad and wrong or hard and difficult. So all this to say, there are resources, there are ways to help you design your sex life, and I want to help you because I would hate for you to go for the rest of your life trying to make your sex life look like somebody else's because it's what you saw it's what you read because it's what somebody told you it was supposed to be like back in high school um, because it's what something in a cosmopolitan magazine said because it's the way that someone in your your youth pastor said it was supposed to be in youth group like no it is there's so much that goes into it and if you just let everyone else speak into you instead of you yourself figuring out who you are, who's got, who God has made you to be like you're missing out. And I do not want you to miss out. So thanks so much for being here, friends. I loved this episode. I'm so excited to share more on this topic. There's so many other things that can, can bleed into this with like, oh my goodness, just so much. Like there's so many assessments I've taken that has just rocked my world. And I've learned so much about myself and can't wait for you guys to do the same. So I hopefully will be sharing another episode like this very soon. So thank you so much for being here, friends. I am so glad you're here. If you appreciated this episode, please, please share it. Um, Share it with your friends. Get the word out there or rate it on Apple Podcasts and leave um, a comment would be just amazing. Like it helps podcasters so much. And I want to get the message of healthy sexuality out there to the people who need it. And you help me do that. So thank you so much, friends. I will see you here next week.